All right. Well, <laughs> hello. Hi. <laughs> You're listening to Talk Cricket, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject while enjoying adult beverages. My name is Kay. I'm Carrie, and uh, I'm not having tequila because mm. I don't have any. I'm not having tequila um, because it's 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having wine because it was quick. Yeah, I'm also having wine. It's great. I'm having red wine. It looks like blood. Mm. It's beautiful. Oh, I'm having white. Mm. Look at us. We switched it up. <laughs> Being opposites. Yes. <laughs> so no shots. Just nah. wine. But yes. if you want to take <laughs> a shot, it. <laughs> go for it, please. Yes, you take your shot because you earned it. We've all earned it. Mm. I just, I just don't have it <laughs> <laughs> because funds are low, and this is what I have. Yes, funds are very low. Yes, my husband and I are buying a house, and we are three thousand dollars short on the down payment. So we oh. have been scraping and saving every single penny that we can have we're we're getting there i think we're about halfway there it's just uh. also have you guys this is, not been... the t- this is not the easiest time to save money because yeah. it's everyone wants you know it's christmas yeah so have you been you using... don't want to be the dicks that are like hey no one's getting anything yeah <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like give us stuff if you want but that just seems rude yeah so uh also have you been using the disney plus yeah. Okay. Um, I've been using my own pl- profile. Why? I, well, I was just wondering because I was thinking about like pausing it for a while. But if you guys still use it, like I don't want to like pause. No, it. I can get. I can pick up my own account. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Okay. I just I felt bad. So no. Why I'm would like, you? Why? Because <laughs> I use your Stop Amazon that. Prime. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> you okay. don't have income, Kay. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, then I'm pausing the Disney Plus. <laughs> okay, just tell me before you do it. Okay. And I will change th- I will I will get my own account. Okay. And I need to tell my brother because he uses mine. Ah. Uh, he uses my profile to watch The Mandalorian, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is pretty much the only time of year I use Disney Plus is to watch The Mandalorian and oh. now to stream Pixar movies. <laughs> now to stream Pixar movies for my daughter, but it's oh. fine. I will change it. I, I will pick it up myself. Okay. <laughs> I will cancel Peacock because I only got that to watch King of Queens and I haven't done that in two weeks. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I will pick that back up when I get the uh, the urge again because that's only like $5 a month too. Yeah. I didn't really realize that. That's what The Office is moving to. But oh, I have The Office really? on DVD. Yeah. So that's NBC's streaming service. Yeah. yeah. Didn't realize that. I was like, why would they call it Peacock? Like, it it popped up as a thing, you know? And I was like, what the fuck is Peacock? And then, yeah, now I know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then maybe I'll cancel my Netflix, too, and just get that. Uh, There you go. Because the only reason I got Netflix really was for The Office, and now it's leaving at the end of the month. So. Well, yeah, but there's so many more things on Netflix. I know, but it's also $16 a month. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Uh, you can always get it back later. Yeah. And I think somehow mom has gotten it back. 
so I can just get on my account. Well, there you go. There, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. I I see that stance that she took only lasted, you know, a minute. Well, she she didn't mean to. She she doesn't know how she still has it. She just knows that she still has oh, that's it somehow. Funny. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you just like don't tell her how. <laughs> well, the thing oh, is, oh, that's I, hilarious. She, Goodness gracious, she screenshotted when she canceled it. So I know that she canceled it, and they sent me a cancellation notice too, and wouldn't let me get on. But now all of a sudden we can get on. Huh? Yeah. Well, how the turntables? Happy coincidence! <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious! Yeah. Oh man, well, I'm sure everyone's finding this really interesting. Hopefully, you found it funny. <laughs> We're just trying to make I each hope other so. laugh. Kay and I just finished a three-season documentary on Scientology on Netflix. Jesus Christ. I... Everyone should watch it. It's really important yes. that everyone watch it once and then never watch it again. Yes, and please, for the love of God, listen to their podcast. I started listening to it tonight when I was making dinner. What's it called? Um, What's it called? It is... Let me pull it up real quick. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, it's Leah Remini, um, Scientology in the Aftermath is what it's called. Mm-hmm. There's three seasons, and they're in opposite order on Netflix, so you have to make sure that you don't watch season three first. Yeah. They're- so make sure that you're, you know, you scroll down to season one and start at the beginning. It is fan-fucking-tastic. Yes. It will blow your mind. Scientology is bad, mm-hmm. by the way. <laughs> I looked really up- fucking bad. I looked up And just up so everyone list. knows, it's not because of, like, crazy... Just, sorry, real fast. Like, it's not because, like, of the crazy beliefs. Like, believe in whatever you want. Yeah. It's the fact that they're, like, bankrupting people and, like, protecting pedophiles and shit. Mm-hmm. And that's terrible. The podcast... Like, believe in Dianetics all you want, but it shouldn't cost you half a million dollars to get to freedom. No. Like, it's spiritual not. freedom. That's ridiculous. That means it's a cult. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is called Scientology Fair Game. Um, Ooh! It's... Leah, and then it's her partner, uh, Mike Rinder. They're wonderful together. They go, like, they do deep dives on every episode. And they were both really, well, Leah was a parishioner, and Mike was really high up. Yeah. In Scientology. Like, he was, he was an executive. Mm-hmm. So, it's really awesome that they both have been in it, and they both, like, she doesn't know as much as Mike does. Mike knows everything. And so, yeah. like, it's funny to watch the show and people will be like, blah, 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 blah happened. And she's like, what? And my, <laughs> Mike's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew about that, Oh, yeah, Leah. that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, I helped instigate that program or whatever. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. She's so He's cute. like, oh, yeah, look, hindsight is twenty twenty. It's it's hilarious. Yeah. And They're so funny together. Mike is so sweet. You will laugh. You will cry. It's yeah. great. Also, Mike is a silver fox. Like, holy yes, shit. Yes, he is. He is cool. beautiful and from Australia. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. Yeah. It's fantastic. And, like, they... I, I really loved the show, but I really loved the podcast because they can do deep dives without being constrained by... Oh, yeah. TV. By, like, like, a network and all mm -hmm. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like... That's huge. The show was the specific purpose of telling stories, like, telling people's stories. This is just to tell you about, like, the fair game policy and all these other policies that are still in effect. They're just under different names. 
Um, so it's fantastic. They're hilarious. I do they still do stories? Um, I'm I'm only on episode two, so I know gotcha. that they talk a little bit about other people that are in it. Like the one I listened to today, they were talking about. Um, oh, there's something about Nexium in here. I'm just scrolling through episodes. Uh, today they were talking about like John Travolta's family, and they were talking about the Presleys, who I didn't know were in Scientology. Apparently, the who? Uh, the Presley family, Elvis Presley's Elvis kids. I was yeah. gonna say, as in Elvis. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Way to ruin Elvis. Well, he wasn't, but oh, okay. His his wife and um daughters it looks, are it, it looks like there's oh no what that sucks um it looks like some of the people that spoke on the show are back on it oh okay in a few episodes yeah which is cool yeah. so like claire and mark and people like that mm. um and Mary then there's a, there's there's one about the Jehovah's Witnesses. There's a bonus episode at the end of the series about Jehovah's Witnesses, and then there's an extra bonus episode with like Leah and Mike and their families, and it's really sweet and wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jehovah's Witnesses are fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, they are. By the way, I never knew any of that. Um, sorry if you're a Jehovah's Witness. Why you wouldn't be listening to this if you were a Jehovah's Witness? But no, um, you would not. Like, <laughs> um. I, what the hell? I just thought they were like regular Christians that didn't celebrate anything like weirdos, but they are way worse than I ever thought they were. <laughs> yeah, I hate them. Literally, they it's come to my door insane. and I want to slam the door in their face. I've had some of well, them come to my I door. It was always nice because I just thought that they didn't celebrate shit. Like I said, mm-hmm. now, I, now I know differently and holy fuck. Uh, this, the last time that they came to my door, I, um literally they piss me off because they come to your door stop that all shit. the time it's a part of their thing yeah, yeah. it's like a yeah a, they've also sent mail here and i've had half of mine to send send it back with some not very nice words in there um <laughs> but this last time that they came to my door tell it, them that you're a celebrator <laughs> <laughs> well this because that's time, a term yeah this last time it was an older gentleman a person I think was his son and then this little girl, little redhead girl, and it it was a ploy. I knew the only reason they had that little girl there was so that I would keep the door open cuz you're not going to Yeah, slam a they've door done that to me face. too. They've done that to me too when I used to live in Bowling Green. A woman would come and have like a little girl with her that she mm-hmm. was like quote unquote training and it was like, yeah. "Okay, well, I don't want to be an asshole to this adorable child." Yeah. But please leave. Yeah. One time they came and um, my husband's friend Whip was over. Oh, Whip. Oh, my God. I have to know. They always seemed to turn up. Yeah, they always seemed to turn up when Whip was visiting. <laughs> and so he would come because he when we lived in Bowling Green, he would drive like all the way from out here. Yeah. And just like stay the night with us mm-hmm. um, out in the living room in his own bed, of course. But yeah. um, he would come and just like stay for a weekend. And um, it, they always turned up when he was there and he would just he they would come and be like hey what is your religion or whatever and he'd be like i am a satanist <laughs> and yes. then they would leave <laughs> and actually the last time i think actually i think that he and josh pretended to be gay satanists <laughs> and then they stopped coming to our house <laughs> i swear to god if they ever turn up at my house again i'm answering the door with my tarot cards 
do swear that. to God. And then say, Hail Satan, and then they'll leave. Yeah. Oh, I'll show them say my Christian holy hope, water. I, I'm trying to bring about the the apocalypse sooner or something like that, because yes. that's what they like live in fear of. Yes. Oh, I will. I'll be like, do you want to see the doomsday preparations? I have them. Like, oh my god i'm ready for the apocalypse <laughs> you're not i'm ready do you have a pantry full of rice <laughs> didn't think so didn't think so <laughs> we have In case three everyone's wondering Kay's mom thinks that the uh that our country's gonna be at war yes. like tomorrow and she thinks that the way to fight that is toilet paper and rice so <laughs> we have three pantries now and oh, she got honey. she got mad at me because I opened <laughs> one of the packs of water that is in one of the pantries. And she's oh my like, God. there was an open package on the laundry table. I'm like, that's great. I couldn't see it because it was covered in shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's I covered saw, in toilet paper. I saw water and I got some. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <sighs> Again, once we move, <laughs> if you need to escape, you can come escape. <laughs> Even if it's just for a couple days. Oh, thanks. Yep. Anyway, all right. Well, none of this is what we're talking about No, today. well, um, kind of. I hope everyone's... Well, I hope everyone... Well, yeah, I was going to say kind of, but um, I hope everyone's excitedly putting up their Christmas decorations. I wanted yes. to like a month ago, but I didn't know if we would still be in the house or not. So I just finally broke down and was like, you know what? I'm decorating because it's beautiful. Yeah. My tree's been up joy. since October. It makes me so happy. Yes. <laughs> yes. My, my tree is up and it's lit. But yeah. there, there is no, there are no ornaments on it yet. The box yeah, is next same. to the tree. Um, <laughs> that's going to happen either tomorrow or the two days after Thursday and Friday. Probably is when that will happen. Um, I'll probably if do my that. daughter allows me to. She's she's in a phase where she wants to be held every si- single second that she's awake. So Aww. we'll see. Well, you <laughs> she may hold be strapped her. to me. Well, yeah, but she may end up strapped to me so I can put ornaments up. Yeah. Yeah, which I can do it and just hold her too. It just would take a lot longer, but it's fine. No, I'm so excited. It's her first little Christmas, and it's gonna be a weird one, but it's okay. She (laughs) won't remember it. She won't. But I sent a really cute Christmas card that has a really cute snowman on it that I hope she enjoys. Oh, cute! (laughs) She'll love it. She's starting to actually look around and enjoy things, and it's the most beautiful thing. Aww. She's so cute, and I just I just want to snuggle her all day. I wish that I didn't have any other responsibilities, <laughs> and that I had a maid and a personal chef so that I didn't have to do anything except hold my daughter all day every day, but, you know, life just doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, in the meantime, she will have to be in the swing sometimes, <laughs> or laying down taking a nap. But yeah, so, so excited for Christmas this year, like more excited than I've ever been. I know, me too. Having kids brings the magic back to holidays. Yeah. You know, like we're going to, we're going to do Santa and all that. You know what I mean? It's just going to be so fun. We get to put out milk and cookies and. Oh, I almost got um, some cookies today. They've got like all the Christmas themed Pillsbury cookies that have the 
that are sugar oh, cookies, yes. but they have the shapes on them. Yes. And uh, mom and I used to. I love those. <laughs> yeah. Mom and I used to get those every Halloween and Christmas, and that's what I would put out for Santa. Um, I almost got mm-hmm. a pack of those today. Um, but I saw chocolate chip cookies that are like chocolate chip deluxe cookies. And I was like, I think I'm going to get those instead. So I got those. I'm going to have those sometime this week because, you know, a bitch is due in finals. So I think that's allowed. Um, absolutely. And then next week when I do, when I write 300 Christmas cards for the people in nursing homes, um, <laughs> that's very sweet of you. Well, thanks. <laughs> um, my grandpa's, uh, my grandpa, sorry to bring the party down for a second, but my, my grandpa's f- uh, brother-in-law just passed away from COVID in a nursing home. So oh. like by himself alone because of how everything is. And so like, that's just making me so happy that you're doing that. I wish I had time to, yeah, I, um, to join in. I, I called around to four different nursing homes, got numbers of all the people in there, and I've got a few extra just in case. Um, a friend of mine's That's grandmother awesome. just got admitted to one of the local ones here um, and is on a feeding tube, and it's really sad. Oh, my sad. God. Yeah, it's not been good. Um, oh, that sucks. Yeah, so I and my friend and I have also... Uh, gotten them a little care package that we're going to give them this weekend. Um, but nice. I That's awesome. But I also, like, I'm giving a card to every resident, and I'm also giving a card to the whole staff, you know, just saying thank you for what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and I, I've, awesome. in, I've invited people to join me in that, but it's also, it's kind of gotten lost just because times are crazy. Um so I'm yeah. going to, like, send out, like, a another list and be like, hey, if y'all want to join, fine. If not, like, I've got 311 cards. I'll do it myself. Um, but, oh, honey. Um, but, no, I'm a big believer. I mean, that'll give you something to do, though. Yeah. I mean. Well, I'm a big believer in if you put love out, it comes back to you. Yes. And, um. I agree. So I, I want to do that. It's been a long That's time why, since I've been... even though we're on a very tight budget, we're still giving people Christmas gifts. They're just yeah. not very elaborate this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I, I'm i probably just doing, like, poems and stories for my friends. Yeah. Because um, I, I know I've got friends that appreciate that kind of thing. And Oh, girl, I will always take a poem. <laughs> I, I have a Always. very I have a very cool collection that I just wrote for my um, poetry class, my advanced poetry class, and it's I I didn't mean to do this, but it's turned into like someone that died, then someone that's alive, then they're contemplating suicide, they commit suicide, and then like the other side. And oh my god, yeah, I didn't mean that's to. Dark. Well, I didn't mean to, but it's <laughs> it's very it it, it helped. Really, it helped get well, that some enough. of that shit out. Um, and also, a lot of them were prompted by like the bullshit <laughs> that's going on in America right now, and it's just that's fair. A death and that's rebirth, fair. and then a then another death of an old way of life. So, fair enough. Yeah, but they're Hopefully they're very fun. With our new president, <laughs> we are coming to a close on yeah. this nonsense. So. Yeah. Fingers crossed. It doesn't help that my husband is reading every conspiracy theory out there regarding our new president 
and everything. I think he clicked on a link and now he gets every stupid bullshit fake Fox News nonsense sent to his Facebook. Try that and close quarters for 10 months. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know that yours is 10 times worse. It's just (laughs) sometimes I need to slap him. (laughs) Yeah, please. And I've been trying to just like play John Oliver casually in the background to be like, hey, by the way, everything you read is false. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know. So it doesn't come from me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Like he was reading all the like, oh, like the thing in Michigan where like all this all of a sudden like 200,000 votes showed up or something like that and I'm like that's not real I heard about that one today <laughs> yeah oh god whatever yeah. but Carrie, anyway I've heard so every week- single one of them I promise you <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know week. you have <laughs> I know you have I just get tiny snippets every now and then and I'm like oh multiply that by 10 every time to you like and I'm like oh that's what Kay is going through um he just like listens to his dad sometimes and I know his phone like picks it up and I'm like, oh God, now it's going to get funneled. Mm-hmm. It's going to funnel you the nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know. It will. Yep. It'll do it yep. so quick. Yep. Anyway, and because of that, I voted by absentee ballot and he decided he needed to go show up and vote. And I was like, what statement are you making? <laughs> but Whatever. Whatever. I will never ask him who he voted for because if I find out a certain answer, I might have to divorce him. So <laughs> anyway, I hope he vote. I think he voted for the libertarian, but whatever. As long as he didn't vote for the, the idiot with a haystack for hair. Yeah. Anyway. So this week, we are not talking about any of that. But well, this week, kind of. <laughs> a little bit. But this week, we are talking about something really fun. Yes. And I'm really excited about it. So sorry if you've hung on this long. Thanks. Um, <laughs> yes, thank we you. Haven't talked in, we haven't spoken in a little while because Kay was sick for a long time. So, yeah. um, I've been a sick puppy since fucking July. <laughs> it's been it's awful. Been, well, but we thought you had COVID. <laughs> <But> so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. Yeah. But um, so it, it's been since before Thanksgiving. So um, yeah. this week we're talking about something really fun. So um, mm-hmm. this week we are talking about... Fully do. And it, it works because it's a delusion, and everything we've just talked about is kind of yes. delusional. So, yes, <laughs> um. <laughs> absolutely, it works. Absolutely. By the way, oh wait, no, I'll save it. Never mind. Hmm. I'll save it. Okay, I'll, fa- I'll save it for for things that bring me joy. I was going to completely change the subject, but I okay. shouldn't do that. Okay, so um, all right. So this week we're talking about a really fun psychosis. Yeah, it's not fun if you're involved in it, but it's really fun if you're fascinated by weird shit. So mm-hmm. um, this is one that brings about if you're a true crime lover, it brings about some of the most fascinating cases. So um, yeah, just to dive in headfirst into Wikipedia because it was the most concise thing, and I did give two hundred two not two hundred and seventy five. Wow, wine is going to my head now. Um, <laughs> But um, I did donate. I'm donating every month. So, yeah. yeah. I'm donating $2.75 every time it asks. So, um, it actually, I scrolled past it. And then, like, (laughs) an hour later, I pulled this back up again to do research. And they were like, this is the second time we've asked. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) They're like a mafia. It's it's scary. But, like, they're getting... 
I tried to give them like a $3 donation one time and they were like, what if you did $1.75 every month? And I was like, okay. And now I'm doing $1.75 every month. Because <laughs> uh, I if do. just make it so reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I we do. We use it all the time. Yeah. I, I use it for school. I use it for my writing. I use it for this. So, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll we want give them, them to stay around. Yeah. I'll give them a donation. Yeah. Okay, so, folie adieu. Let's start with the definition. Yes, please. All right, obviously it is French from <laughs> the country of France. Um, so, folie adieu means the madness of two, which is, like, the coolest thing ever, which yes. is why they haven't changed it, because you say that in English and it sounds super creepy and cool and then of course they would change it to something clinical but let's keep it to french because it sounds awesome so, and um, also it's, it's all it says that but it can be more people oh of course yes yeah. um also known as a shared psychosis or a shared delusional disorder which is so fascinating yes so um it's a psychiatric syndrome in which symptoms of a delusional belief and sometimes hallucinations are transmitted from one individual to another and they don't know why it's which it's is so, so fucking crazy. fascinating yeah and it's, um you're gonna say this so i'm i'm gonna keep my mouth shut you continue oh, okay so um <laughs> the same syndrome that's shared by more than two people um it might be called a folie à trois which is Three, quatre, which is four, and um, further, fully, fully en famille, which is family madness, which is um, something that they covered, I think, on BuzzFeed Unsolved. They did. Um, that's the one where, like, the family disappeared. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. They just, like, left all their shit and, like, packed in a van and left, and they were, like, acting like they were being followed and stuff, and everyone was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, hey. no one cares what you're doing, hey, hey, hey. but you're being weird. Hey. Hey, what? Oh, sorry. I'm not... Okay, I didn't go into detail. Jesus Christ. I know. I Um, was trying to give you a hint. (laughs) I know, but I'm excited that you're going to do that one. Okay, so... um, Or even Folia... I don't know this one because I don't speak French, So, but I'm going to give it a shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Folia Plusier, which is madness of several. So that would be like... Possibly like a big cult or, you know... (laughs) Scientology. Uh, maybe, <laughs> or you know that one where that lady was like making people sign over all of their like life savings yes. and assets to her, and then they were like mysteriously dying, and she was like weirdly rich all of a sudden, and she yeah. was like, "We'll take these vitamins; they're not poison." <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, "Okay, let's fight! Let's fight demons with pens." <laughs> um, <laughs> and you can't tell anybody, so you don't <laughs> don't tell anyone what anyone anything is. Yeah, it's only for our special group. Okay. So, That's how um, you know it's disorder. a fucking delusion. <laughs> oh my god, right? Yeah. Don't tell anyone. It's our little secret. Um, also, the uh, stamp of a pedophile. But anyway, mm-hmm. I digress. Um, <laughs> don't tell anyone about this secret phone I gave you. Um, okay. The disorder was first conceptualized in the 19th century French... By the... F- <laughs> Sorry. Wine is happening. Um... It was first conceptualized in uh, by a 19th century French, psychi- French psychiatrist, um, Charles Lesegur and Jean-Pierre Falret. Falret? I don't know. Um, sure. And it's also known as Lesegur-Falret syndrome, which is boring, and we're going to keep calling it the madness of two. Um, so recent psychiatric classifications refer to the syndrome as shared psychotic disorder, which is super boring. 
and um, induced delusional disorder. Um, although literature re research literature largely largely uses the original name because it's way cooler. So um, this is something that happens, and I'm going to go off book here. This is something that happens, and this is something that I came across in the multiple articles that I read, and then just decided to go with this one because it was way more concise. But um, yeah, it, it's something that it, for it to occur, isolation has to occur. Yeah. So these are, this is a group of people, or generally, we're, we're doing folly adieu, so we're going to talk about two people in general. Um, but it can be more, which we obviously just said. Um, but um, generally, it's it's two or more people that are in isolation, and they are sharing, the, because of that isolation, certain beliefs that generally are not true. Yeah. <laughs> which is why they are called delusions come about. So, um... There's also, I'm sure you're going to talk about this too, yeah. but there's there's twins that this has happened to, there's sisters that this is, generally it's in families, mm -hmm. because when you're in families, you're together all the time, yeah. so that makes more sense, you know? Um, of course, it could possibly Especially happen between now. college roommates, because you're all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, this could also be, this is like super relevant right now, because people are in isolation right now. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> and um, it does things yeah, to you. As Kay knows, it does things to people. <laughs> kind of like fish being in a box. Um, <laughs> cue the fish that's obsessed with bubbles. Um, <laughs> bubbles. My bubbles. My bubbles. This is my sister Flo. <laughs> Don't listen to anything my sister says. She's nuts. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. We need to watch Nemo tomorrow, Remy. Okay, so... um. Here's some signs and symptoms. Um, so this can be anything, by the way, from like just a weird belief. It could be speaking in your own language mm -hmm. to each other. It could be, you, you know what I'm saying? It, it's just, there, there's, it can be the most innocent of beliefs that can then spiral into something yeah. insane. And one I hate of my, to use that language, but yeah, I can't no. think of another word. It's just truly bananas. One of my cases, they um, they made up their own language, I believe, and they like made up their own religion. Yes. Oh my God, is this the twins? No. No. Oh God. Mm hmm. It's a new one. It's yeah. It's, the Silent Twins, by the way. Look that shit up, y'all. Yeah. If you're if you're interested, that 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 shit's crazy. Um. No, I wanted to do okay. some that I hadn't heard like a million times. Oh, I'm so um, excited then. So, yeah. Yay. But, okay, yeah, so just real real quick recap then, if you didn't do this one. There, there were a set of twins, and they, uh, I think they emigrated to America from Jamaica. And so, yeah. um, so they were of color, and they were like the only kids of color in their school, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, they felt very isolated and they um, experienced a lot of racism and, and uh, bullying and things like that. So they just retreated into themselves. And so even at home, they were only in their rooms, like they in their room together. They would not like socialize with their parents or I can't remember if they had other siblings, but they like wouldn't socialize with their parents and stuff. And they mm -hmm. would only speak in their own language, only to each other, even in public. And it was super weird. And they like their their belief was that if one of them died or something there, there's usually a dominant and a, and and a and uh i can't think of what the word secondary. I, I don't want to say submissive i guess secondary, secondary yeah secondary person and so like they thought that if one of them died then the other person would be cured and like have the, they thought that they, they were like one person split in two or something crazy like that mm -hmm. and then like they were like mirroring each other's movements when they were in in prison 
or not prison. They were in a psychiatric institute, I guess, and in, in separate ones. Yeah. Because that's the treatment, which I'll get into later. But like they were like mirroring each other, each other's movements and all this crazy stuff. And they like thought that if the secondary one died, then the dominant one would like be able to live her full life or something. And then like it happened. It was yeah. so crazy. It was so crazy. You guys should look it up. I don't have time to go into it. So that's just from memory. Um, there's a great BuzzFeed Unsolved episode about it. Okay. So um, this... So this syndrome is most commonly diagnosed when two or more individuals of concern live in proximity, may be socially or physically isolated, and have inter- and have little interaction with other people. So you could be physically isolated, which is what we are now, or you can be socially isolated, which is what those twins were, because yeah. they didn't feel like they could have other <coughs> friends besides each other because they were the only people of color um, in their school. Um so various subclassifications of foliador have been pr- proposed to describe how the delusional belief comes to be held by more than one person. So um, one of them is fully impossier. <laughs> I'm butchering the French language right now, but it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's they all hate us dom- anyway. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's where a dominant person known as the primary, um, the inducer or the principal, initially forms a delusional belief during a psychotic episode and then imposes it on another person or persons being, um, so you can call that the, ex- the secondary, the acceptor, or the associate, um, with the assumption that the secondary person might not have become deluded if left to his own devices. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Like, if it wasn't for the, for the isolation, yeah. then that person might not have been um, so susceptible. Um, if the parties are admitted to hospital separately, then the delusions in the person with the induced beliefs usually resolve without the need of medication. So that, like I said before, like that's one of the, one of the first things you do when you come across something like this. The first line of treatment is to separate the people. Yeah. And then the primary person might continue in the delusion, but the secondary people usually wake up pretty quick. Usually, not always. Um, and then fully and that simulante. Just goes, what? Uh, sorry, that just goes to show how powerful the mind is. Really? Oh, it really is. You're superimposing a belief on someone else, and like mm-hmm. the fact that they can see the same fucking hallucinations that you're seeing, the same. I don't know. That's just—it's crazy. It's it is so fascinating. Yes, yeah. it's so fascinating. Um, so, fully simulantie, sure, describes another situation where two people considered to suffer independently from psychosis influence the content of each other's delusions, so they become identical or strikingly similar. Mm-hmm. Or one and two people, or one in which two people quote morbidly predisposed unquote to delusional psychosis mutually trigger symptoms in each other it's almost like their um psychotic periods are syncing up yeah is what that sounds like (laughs) (laughs) for lack of a better analogy yeah um okay uh fully is and its more populist derivatives are in many ways a psychiatric curiosity which is why they're so fascinating. Uh, the, the current Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders uh, states that a person cannot be diagnosed as being delusional if the belief in question is one, quote, ordinarily accepted by other members of, per- of the person's culture or subculture. Mm-hmm. So it's like not like a religious thing yeah. necessarily. It could be religious, but like you believe that Jesus was 
I don't know, also a crocodile. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's not a thing. That's not widely accepted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, believe what you want. But if the crocodile is telling you it's Jesus and you need to, like, go kill your neighbor, that's not no generally accepted as a thing that Jesus would do. <laughs> so, um, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So, um, <laughs> what was that one? There was one that, like, a guy had a hallucination of, like, a floating head named Charlie who was telling him to kill people. What the fuck? No, yeah. the only one I can recall right now is the son of Sam saying that the dog told him oh to kill people. Oh my god, and most likely he was lying. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand that. <laughs> and then, like, someone was saying, like, I heard recently that he, like, became a born-again Christian, and fuck that guy. He's just doing it for attention. Yeah. I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. once you've, like, been to... Once you've killed multiple people and are in prison, like, good for you. You found God. No one gives a shit. No. You still can't get out. <laughs> Stop trying to get attention. Yeah. Ugh. Good for you. I hope you're saved, but also fuck you. All right. <laughs> um, If Jesus wants to forgive you, that's his business. It's not in my capacity to give a shit about you anymore. Um, Okay, so... Uh, da, 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 da. I'm lost my place. Lost my place. Okay, so when a large number of people may come to believe obviously false and potentially distressing things based purely on hearsay, these beliefs are not considered to be clinical delusions by the psychiatric profession and are labeled instead as mass hysteria. So that's more of like a, like a Jonestown, yeah, Salem witch trials situation. Yeah, um, and this is not <clears throat> technically a disorder that's in the current DSM. And I think no. that's purely because they don't know how There's to no classify science. it. They don't know the science behind it. It's yeah. because it's like a, it's very mystical in nature. Yeah. But it happens, so they can't ignore it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They don't understand why. It's It's kind of like, I mean, I haven't done any research, and I'm obviously not a medical professional, but like, why do our periods sync up? Yeah. That seems super mystical to me, too. Well, it, it, I think it has something to do with the moon. Um, sure. But well, also... Think about the why tides. That, it's just... I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't even know enough about that theory. Like, w- why? <laughs> why wouldn't we all be on the same cycle if it was to do with the moon? Like... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then sometimes there's, like, a dominant uterus... That makes everyone else's. I don't know. We don't know. I it's used so to have crazy. the dominant okay. uterus, and now I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you did, and yeah. you can take that shit <laughs> elsewhere. Okay, I, I did. <laughs> I've experienced your dominant uterus, and I don't care for it. All right. <laughs> okay. So, as with most, yes. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. So as with most psychological disorders, the extent and type of delusion varies, uh, but the non-dominant person's delusional symptoms usually resemble those of the inducer, which is what we said before. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to therapeutic interventions, the inducer typically does not realize that they are causing harm, which is scary. Yeah. Um, but instead, they believe that they are helping the second person to become aware of vital or otherwise notable information. Uh-huh. Yep. Are you experiencing something like this? Hmm. A little bit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thankfully, you're not succumbing, which is good. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some types of delusions. Ooh, 
it makes me want to do like weird alien music there okay <laughs> so um bizarre delusions um, are clearly implausible and not understood by peers within the same culture, even though those psychological disorders, even those with psychological disorders. <laughs> For example, if one thought that all of their organs had been taken out and replaced by someone else's while they were asleep without leaving any scar and without their waking up. Yeah, I, I read through these and that just, the fact that that's on Wikipedia as the example, <laughs> That happens commonly, clearly. Uh, yeah. I don't know That's how to so take scary. that. I don't either. <laughs> but but it would be impossible to survive such a procedure, and even surgery involving transplantation of multiple organs would leave the person with severe pain and visible scars. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. That would not happen. Yeah, it's... Yeah. You would have to have multiple surgeries. That would not happen overnight. Aliens. Unless it was by aliens. Yeah, I was going to say aliens. <laughs> um, okay, so um, non-bizarre delusions. So um, these are common among those with personality disorders and are understood by people within the same culture, which is a little bit even scarier, honestly. Yeah. Um, for example, unsubstantiated or unverifiable claims of being followed by the FBI in unmarked cars and watched via se- uh, security cameras would be classified as a non-bizarre delusion. My While grandmother had that. For the- that's, oh my God. that's how her paranoia... Seriously? Yeah, she, had, she has serious paranoia. It's... Unfortunately, it's a thing. Uh, in yeah. our family, which is fun, um, but it's really fun. Yeah, she was convinced. I mean, Carrie, she was convinced that people were watching her house. She was convinced that her neighbor was sneaking into her house at night, stealing her food, and um, like, no, honey, you're just eating it all. No, and like breaking her shit and stealing her shit. Um, no one wants your stuff. No. Like, and that's one of those things that's like kind of sad because you have to sit them down and be like listen you're not like special enough yeah why why would anyone follow you anywhere you know what i mean yeah like I- people are like oh my god alexa's listening to you and i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> what's she gonna find out yeah why are you scared <laughs> Um, She's going to find out that my dog is such a good boy, because that's all <laughs> I say, like, when I'm home. Yeah. And that my daughter is the most beautiful baby. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, like, saying my social security number every single day, or yeah. talking about my weird underground ter- terrorist group that isn't, that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what? And, oh, whatever. Sorry, just on that, um, my my aunt, her delusion is that um, everyone is out to get her and her money. So she has hired private investigators to, like, dig up dirt on people because she thinks that they're trying to steal her identity. Oh, my God. <laughs> more money, more problems. Yeah. I, I mean, it's... I'm being so serious. Wow, I've heard all kinds of delusions. Oh, no, I totally believe you. Nothing surprises me anymore. <laughs> That's so... Wow. <laughs> wow. So I have to be really careful when I start, like, thinking weird things like that. Because I'm like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the paranoia creeping in. That's what You have to, like, bounce that shit off a friend and be like, listen, like, would yeah. the FBI follow me? And they're like, no, honey. Why would the FBI <laughs> give a shit about you? 
<laughs> oh my god yeah so it's okay so while it would be <laughs> unlikely for the average person to experience such a predicament such a predicament <laughs> it is possible i mean like in a weird you know it is yeah. possible and therefore understood by those around them so people are just like okay that's weird but like whatever yeah and then they blow it off they don't like think of it as like psychotic you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um but it is a thing and it can spiral <laughs> Um, as you've seen. So, um, I just wish the schizophrenic had stood up and said, now you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. (laughs) All right. So, mood congruent delusions. So, those correspond to a person's emotions Mm -hmm. within a given time frame, um, especially during an episode of mania or depression. Um, so this is kind of like dissociation. Yeah. Um, which we've both experienced, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Except Great. it's not. Uh, um, so, for example, someone with this type of delusion may believe with certainty that they will win a million dollars at the casino on a specific night, despite lacking any way to see the future or influence the probability of such an event. That's fucking me I when I, I had that it. kind of. Like. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. Um. Similarly, someone in a depressive state may feel certain that their mother will get hit by lightning in the next day, again, in spite of having no means of predicting or controlling future events. Um, Yeah, I 100% thought that I had throat cancer that was going to kill me in five minutes while I was watching a movie. That was great. I I experienced that for, like, my major depressive disorder, it it kicks into that gear. And like I mm-hmm. used to, when I was younger and wasn't medicated for it, I would plan for shit like that. Like I would make go oh, bags yeah. for shit like that. Um, I- I'm telling you, it's, it's awful. It is, it is the yeah. worst. You don't want to be there. You're really no, panic genuinely disorder scared. Does that too. It's really <laughs> terrible. Yeah. I thought that if I went to sleep, I wouldn't wake up again. Yeah. That's really fun. <laughs> That's a fun state to be in, <laughs> especially when you're, you know, living in a whatever the fuck, super tiny. I can't remember what the dimensions were, but it was a really tiny dorm room with a roommate that was just like, what? <laughs> Thankfully, she was lovely <laughs> and helped like, me through it. But is you okay? God almighty. Like- yeah, she was just like, oh, let's watch Friends. <laughs> let's look at pictures on my camera. Of the concert we just went to. It was so great, remember? She was wonderful. Um, But yeah, I miss her. We don't speak anymore because we had a terrible roommate falling out. But, you know. Um, Anyway, because, you know, college is terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, and then there's mood neutral delusions. Um, So these are not affected by mood and can be bizarre or non-bizarre. So they're just like kind of... They're just (laughs) It sounds like they're just like... Whatever the fuck they want to be. Yeah. Um, the, f- the formal definition provided by Mental Health Daily is, quote, a false belief that isn't directly related to a person's emotional state. And that's all the fuck it is. <laughs> okay. It's a thing. So, yeah. Here's an example. You ready? Okay. So, it's basically just like one of these delusions that don't fall into the previous three. <laughs> they just needed it. another category and they were like... Hey. It's the miscellaneous <laughs> delusion. Um... So, an example would be a person who is convinced that somebody has switched bodies with their neighbor. The belief the persisting theory. Iris- yes, the belief persisting irrespective of changes in emotional status. Huh. 
So um, we have a mutual friend that works with, that used to, she doesn't anymore. Um, she used to work with um, people who were like mentally compromised, who would like call every day to try and get into their like retirement funds and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that had delusions like this. That yeah. were like, oh, someone's trying to get in to my house. I need to get my money. And they were like, no, you don't have power of attorney anymore because you have these delusions. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so these these exist and they're really sad and upsetting, especially for the people, you know, who they're for their family members who are like, no, mom, no one wants your shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your neighbor isn't Mm. coming into your house and stealing your peanut butter crackers. I know that you hate her, but that's not what's happening. (laughs) Even as delicious as peanut butter crackers are, your your neighbor can get her own peanut butter crackers. (laughs) And if she can't buy them, she can make them. They're so easy. You just put peanut butter on crackers. (laughs) Okay. So, um... I would get into the biophysical, like, effects, but, like... <sighs> We're not that kind of podcast. <laughs> well, they're just so... They're so wishy-washy. It's just, yeah. like, you could have any of this. Anything. You could have cardiovascular disease or... I don't know. It's just, like, you could be a person. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... have this so it's just it we could any of us could be susceptible to it that's why it's so fascinating they don't know what causes it but honestly like it could cause you to be affected with any number of health outcomes um just a few of which are you know cardiovascular disease because you know your heart rate is up all the time because of the anxiety um you could contract diabetes which is fucking terrifying and terrible yeah Um, obesity immunological uh, complications you could get you know become immunocompromised just because you're not taking care of yourself because you're so deep in these delusions which is really upsetting so um we're not going to really dive much into that because like i said they don't really know everything because this is so mystical um but so let's talk a little bit more about some of the causes so um while the exact cause of this is, of course, unknown, um, they have figured out two main things, which is stress and social isolation, which is what we're all in right now. Isn't yeah. that fun? Mm-hmm. Just, um, I so think... it's important. Education is power, yeah. right? I think so, if you know about um, it, you're less susceptible to it. Exactly. That's my hope. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, like you right now. Mm-hmm. So, um... <laughs> People are people who are socially isolated t- together tend to be well. And honestly, we still have the internet. Yeah, is the thing we still have like kind of kind of have like social media and things like that. So you can kind of see like okay, like no one else is doing this. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a way, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, we're still isolated. So uh, people who are socially isolated together tend to become dependent on those they are with. Um, that leads to an inducer's influence on them, uh, influence on those around them. Yeah. Additionally, people developing shared delusional disorder do not have others reminding them that their delusions are either impossible or unlikely. Um, because of this, treatment for shared delusional disorder includes those affected includes those affected to be removed from the inducer, which we already talked about. Yeah. Um, stress is also a major factor because it triggers mental illness. Obviously. Uh, yes, it does. Um, it sure it's experience that? 
really you've experienced that weird okay so um (laughs) the majority of people that develop shared delusional disorder are genetically predisposed to mental illness but this predisposition is not enough to develop a mental disorder however stress can increase the risk of this disorder when stressed an individual's adrenal gland releases the stress hormone cortisol into the body increasing the brain's level of dopamine um this change can be linked to the development of a mental illness, such as a shared delusional disorder. So it basically it can it can trigger a lot of things, but can I it can get also rid? Trigger this? Can I get rid of the adrenal gland? I want serotonin. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> right? We all just want serotonin. I just want the serotonin, mm. please. Yeah, like just give us a button to press yes. and just give me serotonin, right? Right. Okay, so let's talk about prevalence okay, and a be- little bit of treatment, and then we're going to be done. Before we do so. that, I'm about to pee all over myself, so pause. Okay, <laughs> okay. Okay, well, sorry about that. Continue. <laughs> prevalence. Okay, you back? Yeah. Okay, all right, so prevalence. Very, very quick. I just, I literally have like just a few more. You're good. I just, be done. I okay. could not wait anymore. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. I totally get it. My husband is currently making hamburgers in the kitchen and I'm suddenly starving. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so shared delusional disorder is most commonly found in women with slightly above average IQs who are isolated from their family and are in relationships with a dominant person who has the delusions. Isn't that <laughs> interesting? Yep. So, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I, I am just oh, checking God. every box. <laughs> yep. Um, except that you're not in it, so you're fine. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so the ma- you're not sharing the delusion, though, so you're okay. Yeah. So, uh, the majority of secondary cases, um, which is people who develop the, the shared delusion, um, also meet the criteria for, de- for dependent personality disorder. Um, so this is, which is characterized by a pervasive fear that leads them to need constant reassurance, support, and guidance. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either. I thought that was just called codependency. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) Which I 100% have a lot of. (laughs) Um... I mean, same. So, um, <laughs> additionally, 55% of secondary cases had a relative with a psychological disorder that included delusions. And as a result, the secondary cases are usually susceptible to mental illnesses. I mean, like, we're all checking these boxes. Yeah. Um, the disorder can also occur in cults to a serious extent, which we already talked about. One example is Heaven's Gate, which is one of my favorite cults. We're going to yes. have to, fo- not because it's good, but because it's horrible yeah. and <laughs> terrifying. And we're going to have to like have another cult episode so we can talk about Heaven's Please, Gate. Please, God. Yes. I love our cult episodes. Weird. I um, Oh, it's so fucking weird and I love it. Um, I've been listening. So one ag- Sorry. No, continue. Sorry. Um, I've been listening to... Um, this guy on YouTube, Mr. Creepypasta, he uh, narrates yeah. he narrates scary stories, but one of them that he does is called Tales from the Gas Station, and it oh. is incredible. It's so fucking funny, but one of the main characters is a cultist from this uh, group, like, like the mathematicians or whatever, and, like, their belief is that um, they're a murder cult. So, like, they want oh to murder God. people, but they're, like, they try to, 
they use math to like say, well, if you've done this many good things, or if you've done this many bad things, you need to do this many good things, and it uh-huh. it's bullshit, but it's so funny. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait! You're gonna have to yes. send me that link. I, I okay, will. So, um, it's wonderful. Very tiny, very tiny example. So, um, Heaven's Cult, which was a, and we're gonna get into this one later because we're totally gonna do not like in this episode, but like in a later episode, we're gonna totally gonna cover this because yeah. again, favorite cult. Um, Heaven's Gate, which was a Uf- UFO religion led by Marshall Applewhite, um, Bo and Peep, who had delusions about <laughs> I- extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial, I can't speak anymore, I'm too drunk. ETs. Um, had <laughs> delusions about extraterrestrial life. The members of the cult developed the same delusion and went on to commit suicide in the, with the intention of their spirits joining an extraterrestrial spacecraft heading towards a comet. And they yes. were, like, all in matching outfits with matching Nike shoes, and then Nike uh, discontinued that shoe. And if mm-hmm. anyone knows of that shoe, let me know, because I want it. <laughs> there is a horror... I'm sure it's worth, like, $7 billion, but whatever. <laughs> There's a horror movie that just came out um, a couple of years ago, I guess, and it has Jaden Martell in it. Mm-hmm. It's, called, it's called The Lodge, and, like, one of the main characters in it, she was in Heaven's Gate. And, like, she was one oh, of wow. the only survivors. And um, <gasps> the whole movie. Oh, yeah. It's, like, still a thing. They still yeah. have survivors. And their weird website is still up. Yeah. And, like, she... Well, I don't know if it was exactly that cult. But it was, like, the same. Uh, the, it was the obviously kind of that cult. Yeah. Um, wow. That's but, so cool. Yeah. But, like, she goes batshit crazy. And it's, it's well, wonderful. Well, I bet she does. It's a wonderful movie. I I can never watch it again, but it it is definitely worth watching at least once. Um, Nice. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about treatment real quick, and then we're going to be finished. Okay, okay, so um, after a person has been diagnosed, the next step, of course, is to determine the proper course of treatment. So, Mm -hmm. And it, of course, depends on the type of delusion, blah, 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 blah. So um, the first step is to separate the formerly healthy person from the inducer, (laughs) of course, (laughs) Yes. and see if the delusion goes away or lessens over time. Um, If this is not enough to stop the delusions, there are two possible courses of action, which are, of course, medication or therapy, um, which is then broken down into personal therapy and or family therapy, depending on how many fucking people are going batshit. Yes. Uh, With treatment, the delusions and therefore the disease will eventually lessen so much so that it will practically disappear in most cases which is great Mm -hmm. however left untreated it can become chronic and lead to anxiety depression aggressive behavior and further social isolation yeah which is not great um unfortunately there are not many statistics about the prognosis of a shared delusion disorder as it is a rare disease which is why we're talking about it um and it is expected to be it is expected that the majority of cases go unreported Sadly. Um, however, with treatment, the prognosis is obviously very, very good. So, and then that's it. Good job. The I, I just, I love this. I do too. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited to get to your section. So let's <laughs> take a very short break. Okay. And then we'll be back. And we're back. We are. Okay. So I've got two kind of shallow dives. Um... And both of them have relatively recent updates. Um, I- I'm sure you Ooh. guys 
you all know that I'm going to talk about a family, um, but I think I'm going to talk about this other one that I haven't heard much about before first. Yay. So, uh, this is the Parker Home murder case. Uh, this did end in murder. Um, we're going to talk... <gasps> We're going to talk a little bit about, like, the sentencing and stuff like that. Um, But this has been... Oh, my God. This has been one that has been featured in a lot of cinematic retellings, novels, and stuff like that. So, and one of them, one of the movies it inspired was uh, Heavenly Creatures. It was a 1994 (gasps) film, and it has Kate Winslet in it. So, I'm definitely going to have to watch this now. Um, Me too. Yeah. Uh, Done by Peter Jackson. So, okay. Oh, God. It's going to be gory as fuck if it's Peter Jackson. Oh, yeah. Uh, This this is kind of a gory case, so I can see why. Um, Fair enough. So, the Parker... All of this is from Wikipedia. They did... uh, Again, like Carrie said, they're super concise. I donate to them. I'm using it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so the parker home murder case began in the city of Christchurch, new zealand on june 22nd 1954 um so when honora i i think that's how you say it honora honora riper also known as honora parker her legal name uh, was killed by her teenage daughter, Pauline Parker, <gasps> and Pauline's close friend, Juliet Holm. Maybe you should, maybe you should slide this story over to someone in your house. <laughs> 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 like this is what could happen if you continue down this path. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. I just thought it was interesting, and you might want to read it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, and Pauline's close friend, Juliet Holm, later known as Anne Perry. Does that name ring a bell? No. It will. Give it just a little bit. So, Parker was 16 at the time, while Holm was 15. The murder has inspired plays, novels, nonfiction books, and films, like I already talked about. So, okay. Pauline Yvonne Parker, also known as Pauline Reaper, was born on May 26, 1938. Um, she met Juliet Holm, who was born in London, when they were both in their early teens. Parker came from a working-class background, while Holm, who arrived with her parents in New Zealand in 1948, was the daughter of Henry Holm, a a physicist, yeah, who was the rector of University of Canterbury and Christchurch. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I'm pretty sure that Pauline is the primary and then Juliet is the secondary. Um, Hmm. So... They both attended uh, Christchurch Girls High School, uh, and it was then located in what became the Cranmer Center. I don't know what that this is. This sounds British as fuck. Is this British? It's New Zealand. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. So, both girls had debilitating illnesses as children. Parker had osteomyelitis, which is um, an inflammation of the bones. 
Um, yeah. And Hulm, um, Hulm, what, however you say her name, Juliet had tuberculosis and they initially bonded over it. According to uh, Pauline's accounts, she and Juliet both romanticized the idea of being sick. So, later as their friendship developed, they formed an elaborate fantasy life together. Um, They wrote plays, books, and stories centered in this world. They became nearly obsessed with one another. Um, Oh, jeez. Yeah. This happened to a friend, a friend of mine and I when we were younger, but like it never, we like we made our own like little world and wrote stories about it and stuff, but it never went to this kind of thing. Yeah, that's like innocent enough. (laughs) Yeah. But this is next level. Woo. Yeah. Um, So Pauline's parents in particular became concerned that the girls were becoming too close and that their relationship might be sexual. Um. (gasps) Wait, I think I've heard of this one. Yes. Yeah? Okay. I do think I've heard of this one. I'm excited. Okay. (laughs) So, homosexuality at the time was considered a serious mental illness. Because remember, 1950s. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) It was the 50s. Yeah. So, the Holmes also had concerns, but both families continued to allow the girls to see one another, and Pauline was accepted at the home home in Elam for overnights and vacations. So, um, Juliet became withdrawn and ill when Pauline would leave the home home without her. Uh, during the... Yes, I do. I know this one. I know this one. Oh okay. My God. <laughs> this one hasn't been done a whole lot. I know it's been done by no. one of the ones that we've listened to, but, like, I I, I love it and I wanted to... I, I think it's wine and crime, but yes. Yeah. This one's insane. Yeah. (laughs) So, during their relationship, the girls invented their own personal religion with their own ideas on morality. They rejected Christianity and worshipped their own saints, envisioning a parallel dimension called the Fourth World, essentially their version of heaven. Oh, my God. The Fourth World was a place that they felt they were already able to enter occasionally during moments of spiritual enlightenment. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> by Parker's <laughs> account, they had achieved the spiritual enlightenment because of their friendship. Um, <laughs> oh, God. yeah, so girls, I didn't get any. My mom just opened my door and said, Give me the Oreos. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh, I I asked for Oreos earlier and she told me no, but I ended up buying cookies. So I didn't get Oreos. (laughs) That's special. And now she came to my door demanding Oreos. You told me not to get Oreos, bitch. (laughs) Oh my God. Why would you think there's Oreos? Get out. Oh, um, goodness gracious. I'm glad that she assumed that you disobeyed her. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, like, she'll tell me, like, not to get them or, like, not to let her see it. And sometimes, like, I'll get stuff and, like, hide it in my room because Stevie. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. So she maybe thought that that's what was happening, but. Uh, okay. But, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Okay. Now now we're getting to the good stuff. 
So mm-hmm. Pauline was not invited to go to Elam over the summer holidays in 1953, as she had been in previous years. Um, so they're kind of separating them. They're like, okay, this is getting weird. Um, and then also apparently the Holmes were having problems because in 1954, the Holmes parents separated. Oh no. Um, problems with faculty and the board forced her father to resign from his position as rector of the university and her mother was carrying on an affair. Sounds like a great time for them. Um, the family planned to return to England, but it was decided that Juliet would be sent to live with relatives in South Africa, ostensibly for her health. Mm. Um, both girls were heartbroken over their upcoming separation and decided that Pauline should go to South Africa as well. Um, they thought the Holmes would agree to this plan, though in fact they were unlikely to allow it. Pauline was sure her mother would not allow her to go with Juliet. The girls then formed a plan mm-hmm. to... M- no, she wouldn't. No. The girls then formed a plan to... M- because you're a child. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Um, the girls then formed a plan to murder Pauline's mother in order to remove the one perceived obstacle of remaining together. Oh, my God. Uh, never. This is never a solution. No. Their long-term plan was to go to South Africa and then head to Hollywood or New York City, where they believed they would publish yeah, their writing you and can work just in do film. That. Yeah. Because you can just do that. You have money to do that. <laughs> That's what people just do all the time. You yeah. just go places. Um, so, the murder. On the afternoon of, the, of June 22, 1954, Honora had gone for a walk through a walkthrough in Victoria Park in Christchurch, New Zealand with her daughter Pauline and Pauline's best friend Juliet. Approximately 430 feet down the path in a wooded area of the park near a small wooden bridge, um, Pauline and Juliet bludgeoned Reaper to death with half of a brick enclosed in an old stocking. Why? Why bludgeoning? Uh, I hate that. I I know it's awful, uh, but it was it's terrible because that person, the person, if you bludgeon someone to death, that person for sure suffered, and yeah. it was horrible. Yeah. Um. After commit, they weren't smart either. Um. After no, committing the murder, of course they weren't. They're children. Yeah. They think there's a fourth dimension that they can only access because they're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, after committing the murder, which they had planned together, of course, uh, the two girls fled, covered in blood, back to the tea kiosk where the three oh of them God, had eaten even only minutes up? before. No. Uh, of course they didn't. <laughs> they were met by Agnes and Kenneth Ritchie, owners of the tea shop, whom they told that Honora had fallen and hit her head. No. <laughs> no, that's, you're covered in blood. <laughs> The body uh, was discovered in Victoria Park by Richie. Uh, major lacerations were found about her head, neck, and face, with minor injuries to her fingers. Po- oh my gosh! Police. Soon- oh no, that's yeah. defensive wounds. Yeah. Oh no. Could you imagine your daughter no. and her best friend? Like no. Oh my god. No one can. Of course not. No. 
Oh. Um, police soon discovered the murder weapon in the nearby woods. The girls' story of Reaper's accidental death quickly fell apart. So, um, of course it did. You're covered head to toe in blood, and your mom clearly did not fall. Yeah. <laughs> um, the dumbass. Tri- <laughs> so the trial was a sensational affair with speculation about their possible lesbianism and insanity. Oh God! Of course it was. Um, the girls were convicted on August twenty eighth, nineteen fifty four. And as they were too young to be considered for the death penalty, each spent five years in prison. Um, some, oh. Yeah. Some sources Not say... Great. No. I mean, like, don't murder your mom, but also, like, children are not adults. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't like that. Like, why do we have this 18 or older thing, like, of you being an adult, if you can be tried as adult, as an adult, as a child? That's, Th- that's not, not okay. It's not. Uh, give me just a second. My headphones are dying. I gotta switch out to... How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hush. Okay. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I don't understand. They've been in their charging case all day. Um, whatever. So, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. It They should not have been put in fucking prison. I mean, I understand them, like, going to a mental health institution or, like, going Absolutely. to going to juvie and then like Someplace when there is given yeah would be great or at least like going to juvie first and then when they're adults going to prison because they were 15 like exactly um but anyway they were children uh it was also 1950 so they didn't care apparently um Some sources say they were released on condition that they never contact each other again. But Sam Barnett, the Secretary for Justice, uh, told journalists there was no such condition. Holmes's release was unconditional, and she immediately rejoined her... It was also the 50s, though. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. The 50s needs to go to prison. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Holmes's release was unconditional, and she immediately rejoined her father in Italy, while Parker was placed on six months parole in New Zealand, after which she left the country. Ah, uh, probably would, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> less than four months later... I would a thousand percent leave the country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, less than four months later, the murder was taken as strong evidence of moral decline by the Special Committee on Moral Delinquency in Children and Adolescents and what became oh known God. as the Mazengar Report. Why does that committee exist? I don't know. It was the 50s. That's, <laughs> oh, God. The, the committee of uptight assholes. Yes. <laughs> um, so... Following her release from prison, Pauline Parker was given a new identity as Hillary Nathan and spent some time in New Zealand. Yeah. And spent some time in New Zealand under close surveillance before being allowed to leave for England. 
Uh, beginning in 97, she was living in the small village of Hu near... And s- just, by the way, probably under close surveillance to make sure that delusion didn't manifest itself again. Yeah. For the safety of herself and others. Yeah. She needed yes. to be under some surveillance. I completely mm-hmm. agree with that. I don't think she yes. should have been put in prison. Um, no. Me neither. Uh, like, she killed someone. That's awful. But she was also insane. She was a child. She was a child yes. who was insane. Like, that's... Yes. Um, Clinically insane. Yeah. And needed help. Yeah, I wasn't, like, saying that to be mean or anything, but someone will take that out of context. Um, I was just clarifying. But, yeah. I was just clarifying. But, yeah. um, Yeah, she she needed help, and she couldn't get it. (laughs) Like... Exactly. You're definitely not getting that in prison. Um, A thousand percent not. Unless you're in Norway. (laughs) Oh, Norway. Which she was not. (laughs) Yeah, let's go there. Let's all just go there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, they have like the lowest recidivism rate. <laughs> <laughs> so beginning in 97, she was living in the small village of Who near Strood, Kent and running a children's the village of Who. Yeah. The village of Who. Yeah. That's adorable. Isn't it? Um, yes. <laughs> and running a children's writing school. I'm not exactly sure what that Aww. is. Um, that's a. It's oh, delightful. it's a horse place. Duh. Again, it sounds delightful. Yeah. So, as an adult, she became... A horse place. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... That's funny. (laughs) Sure, Kay. (laughs) Wine is happening. It's 1130. I love it. Uh, Yeah. I'm very tired. Let's let's go. (laughs) So, as an adult, she became a devout Roman Catholic... And while she was never spoken to the press, in a 96 statement released through her sister, she expressed strong remorse for having killed her mother. Well, of course. Yeah. She came out of that, and now she's, like, lucid, and she's like, oh my god, what was I fucking thinking? Yeah. Of course I wasn't allowed to move with my friend. <laughs> um, her sister further stated that Pauline committed the most terrible crime and has spent 40 years repaying it by keeping away from people and doing her own little thing. Exactly. After it happened, she was very sorry about it. It took her about five years to realize what she had done. Um, Yeah, you have to break out of it. Oh, that's so awful. So after Juliet's release from prison, uh, she spent time in England and the United States, later settling in England and becoming a successful historical detective novelist under her new name, Anne Perry. She's been a Mormon since about 1968. Um, until 94, it was not well known that Perry was home. In March 2006, Holmes slash Perry stated that while her relationship with Pauline was obsessive, they were not lesbians. Um, (laughs) thank you for assuming that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just because I was super best friends with her does not mean... (laughs) We were lesbians. Seriously. Uh, So that was that case. I thought that that was a super fun case. case. Um, I hate that that happened to her poor mother. Yeah. I was going to do another one, but this episode has been kind of long. So... Um, yeah, we'll talk about the family in another one because yeah. this is a super fascinating thing and there are plenty of cases. Yeah. 
we can do this one like our Colts thing whenever we just need like a little weird pick me up. Yeah. <laughs> These are pick me ups. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, I. Um, that one was just fun. Uh, if you want. That was me slurping my straw, by the way. <laughs> I didn't like weirdly fart, just in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> Into my microphone. Um, but if you want to hear something about the family and you don't want to wait until our next episode on this. Uh, go watch the BuzzFeed Unsolved episode on the Trump family. Yes, they did a wonderful excellent. job, uh, and it's and it's hilarious. super fucking fascinating. And I was I was looking on the Reddit for it because there's like a Reddit update post, and um, they still they have no idea why. Even the family doesn't know. And like someone was like, if it was carbon monoxide poisoning, you'd think that they'd come out and say hey this is why make sure that you're checking your carbon monoxide meter or whatever but like yeah. they literally don't know so it's yeah so crazy mm-hmm. that's that's such a fascinating one too and they it's still like unsolved isn't it like they don't know where they are still oh well they know where they are they went back oh, home okay. they're all back home um but they oh, okay. don't like even the kids have talked to the the media but no one knows what happened they just oh i love it (laughs) it's so fascinating your mind is such a scary thing (laughs) yes (laughs) oh goodness gracious all right well i think it's time for a game i think it's time for a game as well oh i saw that i saved it i loved it what self-care christmas stuff Yes. Oh, <laughs> love it. I All already right, so picked my card. <laughs> <laughs> this is our game um, by Drunks Under Stupid called If You Had To. So I don't know whose turn it is. Is it your turn? I think it's my turn. And now sure. I feel kind of bad because my card is really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with what I was just talking about at the beginning. Um. Oh, God. Oh, no. So, if you had to, (laughs) would you (laughs) drive a monster truck through a nursing home? They were old anyways. Or. Oh, God. (laughs) Or your mom is flying a drone that follows you everywhere, full video and audio. Well, mine didn't say anything about killing them. So, (laughs) drive a monster truck through a nursing home. Sure. (laughs) Um. I mean, if my mom's a weirdo enough to do that, then she deserves the full visual that she's going to get. So I'm going to pick that one. (laughs) I mean, that works. Also, doors. (laughs) I feel like there's ways to avoid drones. All right. (laughs) Let's say, like, one thing that's giving us joy. Because this was kind of a dark episode, as as fascinating and hilarious as it was. Um... I just watched The Happiest Season on Netflix twice in a row. It's, <laughs> it's one of the best mo- It is one Hulu. Yes, sorry. You're it's good. one of the best Christmas movies I've seen in a long time. Loved it. Everyone should watch it. Oh. Um what's giving me joy? Uh the fact that the semester is almost over. Y'all. Um everything's coming together kind of nicely, which is cool. Um Two of my classes I'm going to be completely done with at the end of the week. 
Um, Yay! Yeah. And I don't know. That's just, it's so weird. Next semester, I'm going to have a degree. And I have worked so hard for this. It's, I've literally been in college for five years. I'm so Um, excited for you. Thank you. I, wow. (laughs) Like, that's all I have to say. Wow. I did it. Does it feel good? It, yeah. <laughs> now it, go find a job. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm trying. Now there's a new set of issues. <laughs> it's very scary. Um, but yeah, I I think some cool things are gonna come my way. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, yes. Sometimes you have to make your own doors. So true. Sometimes you get ads for adorable baby PJs that are covered in chocolate chip cookies and <laughs> you really want to spend money on them and you just can't. No, ma'am. <laughs> as adorable as they are. <laughs> I can't. And I need them to stop giving me ads for adorable baby clothes because I am weak. <laughs> I can't wait for you to see the little books I got her. I'm so excited. And you can All use right, them everyone. for next Thank baby, you. too. Yes. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully everyone's getting ready for an amazing Christmas. Um, and remember... You are not a monster. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcrooked.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.